Welcome. You are listening to the Soggy of Anne Furthermore. Why, oh why, am I so filled with hate? I just dissed my best invertebrate. My words like a toxic snail bait. Poison slimes through my anger floodgate. A shell or some busted up crate? Why should I care what he's got upstate? Not his fault his genes chose to mutate. My words were abusive, a verbal sulfate. I hate that my moods fluctuate. My impulses I can't regulate. I was rude to one I venerate. My self-loathing I cannot overstate. The self-image I must cultivate is one docile and gentle, sedate. Loving kindness and peace radiate, not some vulgar, sarcastic, ingrate. Such meanness in me don't equate. I reject the bad me, want to strangulate. All those feelings of rage I must decimate. Lock them up, redirect, sublimate. Why did I do it? Please educate. I need to know why. I can no longer wait. Am I a choice? Is crazy my fate? I hate that I hate that I don't act so great. I want a do-over. I want a clean slate. I worry my sorry's too little too late. I wish I could give you my head on a plate. Guilty please, still my fault in a no-fault state. I called Mr. Tallyman and asked him to leave a message for me for Dr. Banana. Would you please ask him, one, why I lashed out at him, and two, why I'm so unhappy? Tallyman said, uh-huh, let me get back, th- hold on, uh-huh, A-P-P-Y, question mark. Got it. I'll let you know when he gets back to me. I figured that's all I could do. I would have to leave the rest to fate. And as fate would have it, Dr. Banana said, I think it's best if we talk about this in your next session. Fair enough. I saw him yesterday, and I have to admit, there's something very compelling about reality. It sucks a lot of the time. It's usually not my first choice, but it's so real. We talked about the shell thing. I was really embarrassed about it, even more than I am about our passionate but fleeting faults and completely unrequited love affair. That Dr. Banana is a real professional, I must say. He seems fine and took no steps towards either confirming or denying the inherent evil behind my shell shaming. He said that shellism is a real thing, not just from other species, but even within his own phylum. He said there is a hierarchy or internalized shellism. The crustaceans, especially the decapods, have stratified their communities into something more like a caste system, and the crustaceans don't even recognize the marine bivalve mollusks of the Ostradae family. I said, why not? And Dr. Nana said, because they have an irregular-shaped shell. I couldn't believe it. I said, really, they would do that? That is so wrong. Dr. Nana said, you have no idea. professional that he is, got us back on track by suggesting that my shell obsession has less to do with bilateral symmetry, though I do find that quality very attractive, and more to do with status or the perception of safety. I said, perception of safety? Um, a shell is safety. I don't think it's a question of perception. Binyana pointed out that I as a human don't have a shell, and I said, well, I kind of do. I wear shoes, and I'm a giant, a giant with shells on my feet, so I could squish you. To that, Dr. B said, yes, you could. You could also squish a snail. Not a lot of safety advantage having a shell when it comes to the mollusk versus humans showdown. I didn't say anything for a while. I was having feelings, including, but not limited to, drunk with power, a simultaneous concurrent hangover from said drunkenness, 
potential for cruelty, abhorrence at my cruelty potential, fear of retribution from a physical power larger than myself that could squish me with his swift and righteous shoes of fiery justice, God, and a stark, chilling absence of any kindness or compassion for small, squishy beings that would qualify me to put the benevolent and benevolent dictator. I put my face in my hands, wishing I could cry, wanting to say, Oh God, I am wretched. But I know it would be a lie. Dr. Nana interrupted my inner summer season in my inner mind's globe theater in the round, starring me in every role of every tragedy Greek, with first come, first serve seating, with the Renaissance musicians playing recorder, lute, and psaltery, what? plucked with the plectern, what? are you kidding? And droned by a bladder pipe, really? By asking me, can you tell me where your thoughts are right now? I breathed deeply. I am feeling a little bit awed by the lengths to which I, as a human, am flawed. At first I thought, hmm, perhaps I'm just odd. An irregular whelk, something ragged and clawed. Now I see that my psyche is thick as a roux, my emotions all stewing on stuff that's not true. I'm a slow-cooking crockpot all the day through, a seafood soup made of mollusks like you. Dr. B said, okay, and you know you are rhyming, right? I'm aware I'm annoying, but there's less of a threat of me saying things that I will later regret. If I rhyme while I speak, there's less chance I'll forget and reveal the roulette of my inner Tourette. Dr. Binana said, Anne, if you mask your symptoms, I won't be able to help you. This is your safe place. This is where you can say whatever you're thinking or feeling. That's how we will be able to diagnose you and get you the help you need. Then I'll quit cold turkey. You're the boss. Okie dokie. But of all my defensives, the rhyming's less pokey. It's me minus music. Reverse karaoke. How about backwards and cursive? More mirrors? Less smoky? Dr. B said, I think we're good for today. No, please, Dr. Slug. Don't pull the plug. I'll stop with my drug. I don't mean to be smug, but mollusks can't shrug. Dr. B pointed to the door and said, Ugh. I wish I'd not done that. I know he's right. My thinking caps on and it feels way too tight. I'm afraid to be still, afraid I'm not right in the head and afraid of the endless night. The world that I dream of, the world that they're oughta, sounds more like the strains of a nice Bach cantata. Less Sturm und Drang, more Freude, less Schade, more candy, less hitting. Can we skip the pinata? More art in the classroom, less war, more romance, more care for our planet, more climate, less chance, more wedgies of cheese, no more wedged underpants. More love at our borders. Give peace a dance. The Furthermore Soggy is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and edited and produced by me, Sophia Coma. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week. Uh, uh, uh.